Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your source for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, Agriculture Minister David Merritt gives a full rundown of the new agriculture budget released yesterday as part of the full provincial budget for the coming year. We have reaction to the budget. We hear from APAS, SARM, and the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. Real Agriculture talks about the Agri-Stability Farm Support Program. We have details on the Premier's trip to Europe, and the NFU releases a comprehensive report on farm greenhouse gas emissions. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says today's yesterday's agriculture budget is 20% higher than last year. Merritt says higher crop insurance coverage and other programs required more funding this year. Well, I, I think when you look at it, Jim, it's uh, you know it's a 462.4 million dollar budget. It's almost a 20 percent increase over last year. Just under 340 million of that is obviously the business risk business risk management piece of of it, Jim, and and more than 250 million of that is for crop insurance on the premium side, uh, which is our contribution on that side. Another one, obviously, is the research side. Uh, you've heard me say it many times: the importance of research here in agriculture in the province of Saskatchewan, and our government uh, makes it a priority. Just under $34 million going into uh, ag research, and which includes a $2 million uh, investment into the Global Institute for Food Security, Jim, to really to look in, at how we communicate the agriculture sector's contribution to improving the environmental outcomes, Jim. That's really what it's about. We've got to tell the story the right way, and we need the science behind it. We need someone like the Global Institute for Food Security that has the reputation, not only in Canada, but globally, of, uh, you know, have a great reputation of telling the right story. And so we've uh, allocated $2 million to, to those folks to really be able to promote what we do here in Saskatchewan from an environmentally sustainable manner and really on the science side of it, Jim. And that's kind of what that's about. And then we added another $2.5 million in, uh, in support for our uh, irrigation development that's outside the irrigation districts Jim that's what we have done and we've we've had great uptake on that from producers in other parts of the province that are looking at irrigation projects that we can help work with them and and uh, grow an agriculture the irrigation sector in other parts of the province as well so that's one thing we've done 
We've also added, you know, we uh, bumped up the Animal Protection Services, Saskatchewan, APSS, as it's called. We've uh, doubled their budget to $1.6 million, and that's just in, in light of what's happened to be able to look after the city of Saskatoon and the rest of the province as well, Jim. So that's kind of the highlights of our budget, but probably the biggest, uh, the biggest bulk of it obviously is uh, the business risk management piece and the crop insurance piece. Did you say the budget, the agriculture part of the budget was up or down? this year it's up it's up just about 20 percent yeah I, that's what i thought i heard that's a big jump why such a big jump the the crop insurance side is the big one jim with coverage at well over uh, you know averaging over 400 dollars an acre you know that's a significant jump from where it was last year and uh, so when you see that obviously when when your coverage goes up your premiums go up as well so we saw an increase in budget which is obviously the province picks up about, I think it's around 24% of the uh, of the premium costs. So that's uh, that's where we see a significant increase in that. And you'll also see a significant increase in the agri-invest portion as well, Jim, because obviously incomes are up, and they're allowed that percentage point on their on their uh, on their net sales side. So that's that's where we see another increase. So that's probably that's where you see in the significant part. Plus the additions that we're doing, the few small things like on the irrigation piece and the $2 million that's going to the Global Institute for Food Security as well. Now, there were some changes with the PST. I understand as it was expanded for major sporting events and concerts, but not for, like, rural minor sports? No, I think they've left minor sports out of it just because, obviously, you know, a lot of times they charge, like, $5 or whatever, and sometimes they, you know, they don't have official receipts and things like that. They don't, they don't print tickets. I know I go to minor hockey games uh, just about every weekend at, at home or when I can. And, I mean, you pay your $5 and uh, buy your, you know, and then you that allows you in the door. So that's probably, you know, the reasons why. But on the positive side, there's no PST on dugouts. No, we took that off. And just as, as you know, and really it's, uh, it, uh, you know, and I'm glad to see that. It's, it's something we looked at. And obviously there was people that didn't like that that part of it so uh, i'm glad to see that the finance minister and treasury board has looked at that and removed that part of it that's agriculture minister david merritt saskatchewan's general farm group is supporting the provincial budget apas president ian boxall says the budget has continued support for farm business risk programs like crop insurance and a record 34 million dollars for farm research i think after we're coming through this pandemic jim i think it's in you know, we're appreciative of the continued support for agriculture and, and really, really positive to see the increased funding for research and, you know, some of the PST exemptions that'll, that'll give farmers a benefit there. What are some of the key items you see from this budget? I just think the continued support for BRM. You know, we come off a record drought last year and, and still some concerns as we go into this growing season, and you know, in this crop year that that could continue so just to continue to support our producers and as we you know drive this economy you know through this pandemic so i just appreciate of that and and so yeah we're happy to see that you think the funds for business risk management and the pst exemption on on-farm digging of dugouts is important absolutely absolutely and you know it's crop insurance numbers are up we, uh, with the commodity prices higher our coverage levels are up so are the premiums but that's you know it's all relative so is the coverage so we're just happy to see that there's continued support there and and they're doing what they can to you know make it better for producers so summarize your reaction to the provincial budget today 
I think just after coming through a pandemic and the cost of all of that 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 has had on the province, I think we're, you know, happy to see the continued support for agriculture in this province from the government. That's Ian Boxall, the president of APAS. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Seedmaster. No matter what you grow, Seedmaster has the ultimate seeding solutions for better crops and bigger profits. Seedmaster.ca. Rural municipalities are generally happy with yesterday's budget. SARM President Ray Orb says a focus on improving rural health care is welcome. Well, you know, we're generally pleased um, about a lot of the things that we heard today. Uh, you know, as far as some of the increases in health care, we're hoping, you know, that... Um, that will obviously help uh, some of the rural hospitals. Uh, we know that there were some rural hospitals that had some health care services reduced during COVID. So um, we're, we know now that the province is putting more funding into things like, well, paramedic services and also increasing the number of ICU beds around the province. So we're hoping that translates into some of those beds being in, putting into hospitals in rural Saskatchewan as well. Some increase to the police budget. Um, we're still concerned, though, about the RCMP, uh, about the retroactive pay. We didn't hear uh, anything about that today, but we know that there's some more funding going into the protection response team, which uh, we hope that that translates into some more police officers in rural Saskatchewan as well. The budget itself, $462 million, up 20%, and it's uh, providing uh, record uh, research funding and, of course, support for crop insurance. Your thoughts on the rest of the budget? Yeah, you know what? We're, we're generally we're pleased about those things. We know that agriculture, you know, is, is very important to, uh, to Saskatchewan, you know, a big part of our GDP. So we know that crop values have gone up, and uh, we're glad that the, the coverage is, is going with it as well. Some of the things, uh, I guess, that weren't in the budget, we didn't hear anything about carbon offsets and things like that. We know that uh, we still need some reward for farmers and ranchers that are doing, you know, the greenhouse gas mitigation, and, you know, they're just not getting recognized for it. So we're hoping that the uh, province still has a consultation on that uh, as well, talking to the province about, about our rural uh, health council and and SARM being involved with a council like that uh, being able to provide feedback from our rural members towards things that you know could be improved in the healthcare system and being able to meet uh, with the rural health minister and the health minister I think would be very helpful as well but generally your thoughts on the budget your summary generally we're pleased that you know it's a spending budget we know you know the province still has a deficit so we realize that but with that also you know higher high oil prices higher potash revenues it's going to translate into some extra money you know as the days go on and we're hoping that perhaps uh, the province would be open to more infrastructure funding uh, that particular uh, ask would be for our rural integrated road, roads for growth program that funding is consistent what it was last year but we simply need more money, and we're asking for more money for bridges and roads. So hoping, you know, as our economy continues to improve, that we, we can ask and perhaps get some more funding for that program as well. Ray Orb is the president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities. 
Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. We're talking today to Steve Funk. He is the Director of Ag Risk Management Resources at MNP. Steve, how are you? I'm doing well, Sean. It's great to chat with you. So, Steve, we're, we're going to talk about agri-stability here today. and I hear this from the Real Agriculture audience all the time. Agri-stability is just way too complicated. Is it really that complicated, and, and why or how has it become so? Well, Sean, I think that um, what people speak of there where they talk about the complication, it's really the tie-in to accrual accounting. So what we've seen over the years is if producers have a really strong understanding of accrual accounting and how their financial statements work, um, they have a way better understanding of stability. So, you know, I, I think, um, you know, that correlation is clear. And, you know, I think that a lot of producers should consider investing something in that knowledge because it will help them not only run their business better, but understand stability and other risk management programs too. Now, we know that business risk management programs are designed to you know, assist, to provide uh, some sort of a, a floor for producers in some of those tough years. Uh, a farmer comes to you and says, hey, Steve, I've had the worst year ever, and I'm still not getting agri stability. What, what do you tell them? Well, if, if they really have had their worst year ever, um, there's... Probably, uh, here's my top four things that might be wrong with their agri-stability. So number one, there could be a problem with structure change. Structure change is an adjustment that agri-stability does to the margin based on the farm size. Uh, The detail can be requested from the administration and just the farmer can review it and make sure the productive units are, are accurate. Second thing that could go wrong is there could be some allocation errors between the allowable and non-allowable income and expenses. So again, this goes back to accrual accounting and how are the farm records set up. So producers should learn what those allowable and non-allowable items are for agri-stability and set up their chart of accounts, their accounting system, so that those are separate. It's very important to get the, the right calculations. Thirdly, the inventory might not be priced correctly. So this is especially important for non-published commodities. So there's a price list for a lot of commodities that are reflected in agri-stability, but for the non-published ones, the producer needs to provide a price. If they don't provide a price, the administration provides one temporarily that usually works until they they get a payment. So you need to make sure the inventory is priced uh, appropriately and provide some support. And then fourthly, the accrual adjustments could be wrong. So again, we're talking about accrual accounting and, um, you know, does the producer understand accounts receivable, accounts payable, prepaids and inventories and have they, have they stated those appropriately? Now, the other thing, Sean, that could happen is maybe the producer hasn't had their worst year ever. And so that's very important too, to establish that again, tying it back to accrual accounting. So, 
um, it, it's a positive thing if they if, if things aren't as bad as they they think they are. If they hadn't gotten an agri-stability payment, that means they haven't had that thirty percent margin drop. So they're doing better than that. Um, once you get the thirty percent margin drop, you only get seventy cents on the dollar, whereas your profitability uh, you're making you know dollar for dollar. This is the last year for agri stability in in this current framework. If someone hasn't signed up for agri stability, have have they missed the boat completely? And and can they still get in? Uh, yeah, they can still get in for 2022. The deadline to sign up is April 30th, and they should check with their provincial administration. So look for look for the website and. The instructions for signing up are a little different for each one, which is why I'm not going to necessarily go through the detail. Um, find, find that uh, provincial website and, and look for those instructions. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. The forecast for today, mainly cloudy, 60% chance of showers, wind west 40 gusting to 60, becoming northwest 60 gusting to 80 early this afternoon. Temperature falling to plus 2 this afternoon, the low minus 6. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, wind northwest 30, the high plus 2 Friday, the low minus 11. Saturday, cloudy, the high minus 2, the low minus 9. Sunday, partly cloudy and windy, the high plus 3, the low plus 1. Monday, partly cloudy, the high 11, 60% chance of evening rain showers or flurries, the low minus 6 Monday. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 5, the low minus 5. Wednesday, sunny, and a high forecast of 10 degrees. Normal high for this date is 4, the normal low minus 9. The sun rose at 6.53 this morning. It sets at 7.17 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Estevan in the southeast corner at plus 6. The cold spot up north, Uranium City, minus 14. So the roundup, Estevan once again, plus 6. Saskatoon and Swift Current, plus 1. Weyburn is 5, plus 5. Yorkton is plus 4. Regina has light rain, plus 2. That's 36 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest, 49, gusting to 66. Humidity is 91%. The barometer rising, 100.9. Light rain in Moose Jaw, plus 3. Winds are from the west-northwest, 48, gusting to 61. Once again, Regina, light rain, plus 2. That's 36 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Get out to an early start on weed control in next year's canola and lentil crop using Group 3 Edge Microactive from Gowan Canada this fall. Edge Microactive, maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers, McDougalAuctions.com, and brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. 
The Western Wheat Growers is giving yesterday's provincial budget a B-plus in rating. Wheat Growers Secretary-Treasurer Jim Wickett says he's happy to see a greatly reduced deficit for the province. This is your realagriculture.com. Well, you're never too happy when there's more taxes added, but uh, those are pretty minor additions in the grand scheme of things. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty happy in the fact that the uh, the deficit has been uh, greatly reduced uh, down to, you know, a pretty manageable number. And, you know, I've heard, I've seen some economists, you know, give some speculation that if the oil prices and the potash prices stay up for six months, that uh, that would probably erase that too. So optimistic for some balanced budgets in the future. And, and uh, it looks like that's a possibility here. So overall, I'd give that, you know, a B plus. The agriculture ministry budget has increased almost 20%. It's course to cover the higher fee the higher crop insurance program and there's record agriculture research funding your thoughts on that part well the the crop insurance side of things is reinsured so i don't that's kind of voodoo economics there that it shows up but it has to and uh always happy when there's more money in research that that's the things that keeps us in the forefront and that keeps us maybe ahead of our competitors uh, whether it's in disease or pest management and then course always the uh, ever-increasing yields that we're looking for so uh, very happy with that there's also a pst exemption now for on-farm digging of dugouts and two and a half million dollars to support irrigation development your thoughts on those well happy with both of those you know the dugout issue is just a saskatchewan thing we seem to cycle in and out of that but uh, you know the, the cattle guys really need that program and and i know Kind of in the west central area here, we didn't get much runoff, but guys need these dugouts and they got to have them. And any assistance that can uh, go towards getting those things dug is is greatly appreciated. The irrigation investment in irrigation in this province is long overdue. It's it's 50 years overdue, and that's just going to strengthen the economy. You don't grow wheat on irrigation; you grow other crops that are a high value. They're high intensity. They they need labor and they need equipment. And uh, so the, the sooner that we can get that, the sooner will our economy come. And, you know, it would be a kind of a nice day with all these global food insecurities and stuff like that to see more of our products growing right in our province and not have to be relied upon uh, a truck to bring it 2,000 miles north. You farm in the Rosetown area, west central Saskatchewan. For spring seeding, how's soil moisture looking? Well, we're a little bit concerned. We don't have any snow left. It, it, and, uh, you know, there's still cracks in the field. The runoff really didn't happen. Runoff was kind of measured in feet, and that's uh, the distance to the next crack where it ran down. So, there, you know, dugouts didn't really receive anything. Guys lucky enough to have them kind of downstream maybe from their yard uh, are going to get some runoff because uh, we had a couple of big blows and put all the snow in the yards. But other than that, we're going to be needing, you know, a spring blizzard or uh, or some pretty timely rains to uh, get things replenished. But, yeah, we've seen it before, so uh, fingers crossed we'll get a few rains. And another topic, your thoughts on the war in Ukraine. Ukraine and Russia, both big wheat exporters. Yeah, that's a, that's a sad situation there. And, you know, we see all these, these things going on. It's, it's not good. But I think, 
you know, those are mostly winter seeded crops there. The canola is seeded in the fall, so is their wheat. So the stuff's in the ground and the stuff's growing. And in fact, I've seen some pictures of farmers trying to deal with ward debris in the middle of their seeded field. So it's a terrible situation as far as what's going to happen. I think worldwide, those are huge, huge producers. Black Sea region is traditionally kind of a cheaper wheat. It's a lot different wheat than what we grow in the prairies. And uh, a lot of poorer countries of the world really rely on that. So um, that's something that, you know, the world's going to have to watch is some of these countries in the Middle East, some of them in Africa and that that, you know, import a, a lot of wheat. And like I said, they rely on their dollar stretching a little bit further with black sea wheat than, uh, than a hard red spring from North America. Jim Wickett is the Secretary-Treasurer of the Western Wheat Growers Association. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small-town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. Premier Scott Moe leaves on a trade mission to parts of Europe Saturday. Moe will be in the United Kingdom and Germany to reinforce the critical role Saskatchewan can play in food security and energy security as a sustainable partner. The week-long trade mission will officially open Saskatchewan's new trade and investment office in London, which will play an even more critical role as supply chains continue to be disrupted across Europe. The Premier will meet with investors from the business community in Frankfurt Thursday, notably k S Potash, the largest investor in Saskatchewan to date. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading. Viterra prices for canola gained 6.30 at 10.44.42. One red spring wheat went down a dollar 12 at 4.76.39. The rest unchanged. Durham 5.51.16. Feed barley 3.62.54. Flax 12.52.11. Lentils 8.77.50. Oats 5.01.53. Yellow peas 6.34.15. Feed wheat 3.85.65. At Minneapolis, May spring wheat gained two and a quarter cents at ten ninety one and a half cent a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the source six twenty CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. Now the latest livestock quotes. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for the week of March the twenty third. Another good run here with two thousand head in the short. 400 cows and bulls, a total of 2,400 for the day. Cows and bulls selling steady to stronger. D1, D2 cows, 90 to 97, sales 99 to a dollar. D3 cows, 77 to 87. Cows average 90 cents. From the Cardinal Ranch at Steenan, 1,700 pound cows at 103 and a quarter. And the double bar D from Grenfell continue to top our market. 1,800 pound cows at dollar one. Good bulls, 115 to 125, sales to 130, 133, bulls average 118. From the Lansall Ranch at Lee Ross, 2,550-pound bulls at 130. On to the pre-sort sale, selling strong and active on the steer side. 425-pound red angusters, 260. 500-pound blacksters, 262. 570s at 242. 640-pound steers, 233. My favorite 10, 710-pound tan steers, 212. We made a one-owner... Uh, black steers from the first ranch at Kipling, 710 pound black steers at 211.50. 
800 pound steers, 196s, 850s, 187, 950 pound steers, 179 on the heifer side. 425 pound heifers, 217, 500 pounders, 214, 570s, a 203, 640 pound heifers, 188, a pen, a replacement type, red, black, exotic heifers, 700 pounds at 184, 800 pound heifers at 173. The cattle market continues to roll right along here. This Friday, March the 25th, bred cow, bred heifer, cow, calf, pair sale, featuring two herd dispersals and a herd reduction, 230 head expected, with 30 cow, calf pairs. Sale starts at 11 o'clock this Friday. Last Friday, we had a sheep, lamb, goat sale. Great sale we had. Listen up. 450 head. Lambs. 60-pound lambs at 414. 70-pound lambs, 326. 90-pound lambs at 302. Had some bread used, 220 pounds. They topped at $455 a piece. Kid goats, 70-pound kid goats at $210 a piece and 90-pound kid goats at $280 a piece. This Sunday, March the 27th, the best of the breeds bull sale at Heartland Yorkton featuring a powerful set of black red Angus bulls, Charlie bulls, Semital bulls, and Gelby bulls. Sale starts at 1.30 at Heartland Yorkton. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices, two twenty-two thirty-one per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. The National Farmers Union has released a comprehensive view of greenhouse gas emissions from Canadian agriculture. Interview Director of Climate Crisis Policy and Action... Darren Qualman says a detailed view of emissions is needed to form a foundation for on-farm actions to reduce emissions and for government actions to provide incentives for those actions. He says the report has several highlights, including that emissions from farming are rising, driven by rising rates of use of nitrogen fertilizer. The report also says cattle and manure are the largest source of emissions, and though greenhouse gas emissions from cattle are dropping due to fewer numbers. The report adds there are complexities to be considered when assessing cattle-related emissions since large herbivores like bison have grazed North American grasslands for millions of years. The NFU Greenhouse Gas Report also says emissions from fossil fuel, use on farm, and production of farm inputs may make up nearly one-third of total farm-related greenhouse gas emissions. The report says decarbonization and clean renewable energy sources are key. The NFU is working with more than 20 allied organizations to develop effective on-farm solutions and supportive government policies to fight greenhouse gas emissions. On the markets, the TSX is down one point to 21,931. The Dow has gained 202 points to 34,561. Oil has fallen $2.03 at one twelve ninety a barrel. The Canadian dollar is up nine one hundredths of a cent at 79.68 cents U.S. That's the resource report. And if you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. 
Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.